0: Access All Areas on Foo Bar Radio.
1: Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I am
0: Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. Babes, it's good to be back. How are you?
1: It is good to be back, but we've both been on holiday. What are the chances? How was Turkey, Bob? It looked
0: amazing. Do you know, so lovely. Really nice to, to have a little holiday, you know. Mm. It was literally a last-minute thing booked, it like, 48 hours before... And was just so blessed with the weather over there. And I mean, considering everything that's happening at airports now, I mean, also we had to be there earlier than normal and all, all that kind of stuff. But we were fortunate enough that we could still fly. There was mm-hmm. no major delays. Um, obviously seeing a lot in the news and the press at the moment where some people actually having their flights and holidays cancelled, blessing, which isn't ideal um when people have waited pretty much two years to go away. So I do feel for them. But no, it, it was honestly just just so nice. Only five days. But um, still nice. How was yours? Mm. Lapping yes. up Italy, weren't you?
1: I was, yeah. Certainly was. It was. Um, it was really lovely. I was. I haven't ever. Do you know what? In probably like ten years, I haven't done like a sit around kind of lazy holiday with not many plans. Um, we had a lovely villa. They're called Duomo on this island. Um, He's come
0: back now in all the links. yeah. Oh, I, love no, it. I mean, there's
1: nothing I don't know about Italy now, babe.
0: Bilingual, Stephen. <laughs> love it. Who told uh, me that?
1: Some lovely Italian man. Where <laughs> a few like, where a few nice Italian men. To be fair, um, <laughs> no, but it's a tiny, tiny island. So it's like, um, and it's really close to Africa. So it was, it was just amazing. The whole thing was just a real lovely experience. Like the biggest stress of the day was who's going to make lunch. Um, and we just <laughs> had like pasta twice a day um, and I, I one day I made homemade pizzas and it was just you know just nice oh. to just sort of bumble around and soak up the sun and I I kept my phone off not off but like on airplane mode most of the week just checked in occasionally like just sort of yeah it was just felt really nice really nice to disconnect and just kind of be present in the moment and sort of enjoy yourself Rather than just constantly being like, "Oh, going here, going here," on my phone doing this, doing that, it was just, it was just really nice. And actually, same as you, I think, I was very grateful that we didn't have any of the big disasters that seem to be happening to people with the with the flights, because it seems like a bit of a nightmare, doesn't
0: it? Just, I mean, you'd be so gutted, wouldn't you? And I mean, half term as well, and you have seen all these families um, getting turned away, all their flights cancelled, yeah. and. It's just so sad, but, um, hopefully I'll say, hopefully it corrects itself soon, but I guess half term's nearly done. And I mean, obviously we don't have children, but that's kind of your allocated time to go away, isn't it? So yeah, I bet there's, there's been a few tears, I'm sure. Um, Definitely. I know the day before I flew home from Turkey, there was some kind of issue. I don't know if it was, I think it was a computer system. I'm not even sure if it was just Turkey, but I know a lot of flights were being cancelled and delayed a day. Um, But again, fortunately, thankfully, someone must have been looking down because the following day I I was pretty okay.
1: It's funny because we did get a little bit delayed on our flight from Sicily to this island, which is called um, Pantelleria. And um, there is no, there's like one restaurant um, and one like Sky Sports Bar, which obviously me and my gay friends were not going (laughs) to frequent. So we ended up in this this, um, little restaurant um ordering bottles and bottles of prosecco, like really overpriced, because in Italy Prosecco is actually fairly cheap. Um, and yeah, so by the time I got on my flight to go there, like on the way there, I was pretty drunk. I'm not gonna lie. Um but you know you only live once and uh I was on the holidays I had a delayed flight, why not? The funniest thing, there was um someone who was obviously a celebrity in Italy, um there because people were like you know people like look, you probably experienced this yourself Bob. people looking and looking like behind them and like S-s-s-s. so from, and we obviously didn't know who they were they were italian so um people were then coming up taking pictures he was taking those of pictures of people and we asked the waitress who is he and she was like he is a youtuber and i was like oh wow this is like this is it now isn't it it's like no longer tv stars or musicians it's like it's youtube now I just need another holiday, really. That's that's all. That's all it is.
0: That's how it leaves your feet. But and it's nice to get back and just feel like your your batteries have been recharged. You feel all refreshed. Very, very. It's it's a nice feeling and, and makes you realise how much we we've missed out on. let like I say even just that five days I went away, come back like just what it does for you to just kind of chill. And like yourself, actually, I did a bit of a digital detox. I wasn't on my phone. I think we we're all quite guilty when we we're back home. Mm-hmm being on it a lot and like we've said emails isn't it social media it's 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 very rare i even phone call on my phone yeah yeah.
1: um
0: in fact never i couldn't tell you the last time i actually probably used it um but it's everything that goes with it so it's kind of nice on holiday to kind of just take a bit of a step back and just be present and in the moment and enjoying the glorious weather
1: yeah, I did find myself getting a bit annoyed with my friends when they were on their phone. They were getting a bit high and mighty. I was like, get off your phone, get off your phone. <laughs> they're like, they're not doing the same thing I'm doing, but I was like, be present. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, it does feel nice does isn't it, without your phone? And you kind of realise how attached you are to it. I li- my... Um, what's it called, like, the thing that sums up how often you've been on your phone, like, on an iPhone on the Monday morning. Yeah, like the update. Yeah, it went down to, like, by, like, 65% or something. Like, <laughs> so, you know, because I was only using my phone really to, like, put music on the, on the speaker or, I don't know, check the weather. So it was, like, I wasn't really, yeah, anyway. Well, I think our
0: phones were probably shocked when it sent through our uh, screen time for the previous week. I yeah. think, like, this isn't, like... Something's happening. Are they, are they dead? Yeah. What's <laughs> the <laughs> but I kind of think so sometimes there's like, I think there was a pressure on your phone as well. Like, for, for me, especially, I do sometimes feel like a little bit of anxiety being in juice, like, like, even keeping especially the way WhatsApp is. I mean, I know this is first world problems and stuff, and there's bigger and worse things clearly going on. But if you, if you read a message, and you leave someone on blue ticked yeah. i hate being blue ticked <laughs> so if i do it to someone it's because they know you've read their message it's little things like that where you can kind of and it sounds so mad and in the grand scheme of things it is really stupid but when you're not on, i it do know what you mean as someone can see you're online or that you've read their message because sometimes you can read it and you're in work or you're on a zoom or something so you're not blanking them yeah um so to not have it with you all the time is c- kind of nice
1: I completely agree. And I think we should do it more often.
0: Let's do it. We say Sat here on Zoom. <laughs> yeah,
1: two and a half years after the pandemic started, <laughs> we're still doing this. Um well, we have a very exciting show um coming up today. Um we have had uh, we've had DJ Fat Tony on previously, um, and it's great to have him back on um to talk about his new book. Um, he's coming up first. We've got James Tyndale, um, former Geordie Shaw, and um he's doing a little uh Mixed martial arts fight, uh, which he's going to come on to chat about, and um, from Celeb Karaoke Club show you you have recently recorded Matt Evers, um, so you're not like gonna be able to, so. you're not going to be able to give away too many details about what happened, but I'm sure you can. Uh, Give us, a, you know, a little bit of the, what Spill it's all a bit like. of tea,
0: bit yes, of loss, yeah, exactly, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously we missed last week, Bo, because mm. we were both on the jollies. <laughs> Showbiz knows this week. Anything caught your eye since you've been back?
1: Well, it looks like, I mean, it's like proper uh, um, reality TV central, isn't it? Um, people talking about stuff happening. Um, Love Island's back. Um, yes, with its new cast it's kind of hard at this early stage when they've only just announced who who the first people are, who's going to be uh, the big names that sort of come out of the series isn't it um, yeah uh, but obviously I think um, Michael Owen's daughter Gemma is probably going to be one to sort of uh, watch out for because anyone that's got sort of a famous connection I'm thinking Danny Dyer um, yes. you know like they tend to end up uh getting slightly more airtime than the others yeah um, i think
0: i think she'll do well like you say i think the, the, the ones because most series there is someone that has that connection to a celebrity don't know yeah and um yeah i think that stands in a good stead. we've also got our first ever death contestant
1: yeah which is great i think i think um,
0: amazing
1: there's there's um
0: Natasha is her name from North Yorkshire. She's a yeah. model and a dancer.
1: And then there's also apparently a paramedic, a fishmonger, a waitress. Um, there, there's, It's always sort of come under fire for not being diverse enough, hasn't it? Um, yeah. Love Island. And you can see why, because everyone's got like proper gym bodies or they're like super slim models with, you know, hair extensions and a fake tan or whatever. Um, and like, it is nice to try and change that a little bit. Um by having like a deaf contestant or or as i have had in the past bisexual contestants and you know things like that. Um yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to see see how it goes. But it's not the only reality show that's been talked about. Apparently, Big Brother might be coming back.
0: Yes, I've seen in the press it's rumoured that it might be coming to ITV with well, ITV mm. too. Um, because obviously it started originally, didn't it, channel four, yeah, then moved to five. And I was trying to figure out earlier what year it finally finished. Was it 18 or 19? It's been a few years. I think
1: now. 18. I feel like it was 18. So, but
0: I, might 18 19, 20, 20, 20. I still count on my fingers, by the way. The maths Sorry. is that good. Um, four, so four years. Um, but for me, I, I was always a massive Big Brother fan. I mean, especially the early days. Like Channel 4 yeah, loved yeah. it. I mean, Channel 5 loved it. But for me just the, the celebrity one, January for me was all it was that it's that grim month in it. Yeah. Everyone's skint, everyone's like sat indoors because doing dry like, jan. Doing dry jan and who don't want to see a house full of celebs living together in January. So I used to I used to, it used to get you through the, the like the, the down of uh Christmas ending yeah, and the I January agree. blues having that. Um I mean, I don't know if it's actually been confirmed yet and I don't know if it will be celebrity or or if it's not the celebrity version, but interesting that ITV are interested in it, allegedly. Um, new home, I know when it moved to five, it kind of changed a little bit, which I kind of think it has to do when it goes to a new home. What's your thoughts? Would you be glad to see it back?
1: I think it's interesting, right? Because I can see why ITV2 would be a really good home for it um, because they do a lot of these sort of, sort of dating reality shows and all that sort of thing, um, and they they obviously work really well. Um, they're talking about bringing back the the you know civilian version, not the celebrity version. I wonder if, well, and I reckon unless they get really go back to how it was in the very beginning, less about like constantly trying to trick people and all that sort of like I don't know the rules are changed and blah blah blah. And really take it back to how it was initially, like almost a a social experiment rather than like a headline grabber. I don't know. I I I can imagine a situation which I I watch it watch the first couple of episodes and see how I feel about it. Um, Yeah, because it does feel a little bit old fashioned. I
0: think it's a tricky one now because there is that fine line. I think. As time went on, like all TV and especially the genre, I mean, because that was the first reality show of its kind, wasn't it, Big Brother? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if you think about it, I remember even Series 1, some of the things, their tasks was feeding chickens and painting yeah. their bodies and putting yeah. their bodies against the wall. It wouldn't make for TV now. Cause I, and I think all reality shows, as time go on, and you see it in a lot of the reality shows now, as years do roll on, people expect more, and then the drama yeah. increases. and then Because it never used to be. I mean, bar Nick when he was, which James 100 years ago, running around with the names, people wasn't tearing strips off each other. And it wasn't oh, all about not. the fighting and the drama. Whereas I think a lot of TV now, because the, the ant has been up to that level now, people almost expect that and expect want that.
1: it. Yeah. I completely agree with you. And I wonder if I wonder if ITV and sort of enemies maybe have a plan for that. Um, and maybe present it in a slightly different way than they did before. Um, but I mean I did I do like the celeb version. So I mean yeah. But the problem is the celeb version ended up overshadowing the normal version yeah. don't so i can not see why they might it'd probably be cheaper as well i imagine to not have to pay a bunch of slabs to um to to go yeah. in um you know so i don't know it, it's funny because i remember when big brother first came out i was like every year i was like i'm gonna audition i'm gonna this is gonna be that like, i never, i never did um but like <laughs> it's so funny to think about now like how far how different it's all become now yeah and i'm yeah, too old it's now. been
0: on um because I think look, the first house I think was over in, in Bow somewhere. And yeah, then it was, yeah. And then from, from, I think, like series three, it was over at Elder Street. But mm-hmm. when I was over there recently, I filmed a couple of things over the, the last month or two. They've tore down, well, I think they tore it down a while ago, but where the house used to stand, I think they've built a big Netflix stage, mm. um, which is they film a lot of The Crown there. So, I don't even know, they'd probably have to put the house somewhere else, but uh, I guess it's a watch this space. But, yeah, I can't um, wait
1: to see if it if It'd be interesting,
0: down. and I wonder yeah. if Emma Willis would come back and do it.
1: Yeah, or maybe, I, I think they both her and Alison Hammond said maybe someone completely fresh, which I can see working too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exciting times. Exciting. Uh, right, well, our first guest, uh, DJ Fat Tony, we're just going to call him Tony. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is here, so let's get him in. Hi, uh, yeah. hi, can,
0: can you get any bigger if you try? <laughs> I'm trying, Tone. I'm trying. How you, you know, been? All right, mate.
2: I'm am amazing. You know, we just found out, it's bit really like a, we were on our way to see a film production company about the book, and we, we were waiting all day to find out where we'd gone in on the charts. And we went straight in at number five on the Sunday Times bestsellers.
1: Oh, that's amazing! amazing. Congratulations.
2: Congrats, mate! It's mad. And we're number Every- one on audible, number one on Amazon. We're number one. It's mental. Everyone's going mad for it, aren't they? It's really, it's really mad. It's really, it's. It, I keep crying. Oh, yeah, it's crazy, man.
1: So it's called "I Don't Take Requests." What inspired you to sort of finally write everything
2: down? I guess because. Uh, you know, I've been through a lot of trauma in my life, and mm. you know, sometimes the only the best way to deal with that trauma is by fronting it front on. And I, I'm a firm believer that when you speak about a problem, it takes the power out of it. And there's so much in the book that I've really never really discussed because it was personal and also the shame that was attached to it you know i the the sexual abuse that happened to me for like four years when i was 10 onwards and you know and then hiv and i you know and i put it all in the book because i just really i watched it's a sin and i just thought you know what it's amazing what they've done and it's amazing that they brought it to the forefront i really wanted to go in as someone that lived through it and lost all of their friends and lost mm-hmm. their boyfriend and, and talk about how we were made to be ostracized. We were, we were like plague like carriers and we, they, you know, all the, the gay areas that got decimated. I.e. like up to that point was Els Court. You know, there were like seven gay bars at, at, on one street there, you know, mm-hmm. in that whole area and all gay hotels. When AIDS hit, they were all gone. We were banished. You know, they didn't go because everyone died. The majority of people did because it was a scene, but they went because the media portrayed us in such bad light that you couldn't shake our hands and all gay people had AIDS. And it was it was terrible. And, you know, I lost my boyfriend in 95. And I myself was diagnosed in 2001. Now, I know for a fact that I probably had it for 10 years before being diagnosed from about wow. 80, 80, probably about 81, 82. Um, I mean, 89, you know, around that time, 89. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, I mean, I'd had the same, di- same day testing done and it never showed up. And, you know, oh, really? I my doctor about it and he was like, oh, you know, those centres that opened really didn't know what they were, really didn't know what they were testing for, you know, Um and kind of just—that's where it went. But, but was
0: it, it quite a cathartic? tone, sitting down, putting putting pen to paper, and almost reading it back and reliving it. Did that?
2: Yeah. Has that helped? Uh, yeah. Oh, immensely. You know, because when I started writing the book, we we would get to the 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 hang on, the, this isn't working. The abuse chapter, mm. and basically, when we are on the abuse chapter, what happened was i got really ill the first day and i went off and thought i had food poisoning and i was vomiting all day and all night and basically what it was was the fact that i the first time i'd gone back there and i could smell him i could see him um and it had a really bad effect on me and i had to leave that chapter for a good month because it was so painful and then i started uh, intense trauma therapy where i sat and drew pictures because what it does is it opens up another part of the brain that speaking Mm. doesn't open and so we we bury stuff but when we draw it brings up this other this other side to the trauma it was really revealing and you know to sit and draw prince of wales check because that's what he wore and i had a real phobia about that and and she was like okay draw his hair and i was like oh oh, no i don't want to do that and over the course of time, I, I got really acceptable about it, and I was like, "Okay, I can do that." But then when it, we, we, wrote, we wrote the chapter, and then when it came to doing the audio, I couldn't do it. I couldn't read it. I couldn't read it on the audio. Really? Uh, I did. You know, I chose to do my own audio because I think the story needs to be done in my own voice. Mm-hmm. And then that chapter I was like, "You've got to get someone else to fucking do it." I can't do this. Seriously, I cannot do this. And we kind of went back to it three days later and I was like, you know what? I can do this and I will do this. It's a really important chapter that's going to help change people's lives. Mm. And since it came out, you know, people, you know, we'd love to skate around the subject, you know, like people go, Oh yeah, it happened to me. And then when you ask them what happened, they'll they'll go off and talk about something else. They've cut the price of tea because they've not really dealt with it, And but they'll, they'll open up to a certain extent. And that's, what I, I I wanted to go beyond with the book for. And I thought it was okay for me to come out and say all of that stuff because it's my truth. And I think it would really help people
1: was there Absolutely. some was there some lighter moments in addition to all this? Oh, it's
2: so much. Listen, you know, people. Have, it's really funny because people go, "Oh my god, I'm loving your books." It's so funny, and I'm like, uh, "What chapter?" Do you have? <laughs> 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 and they're like, "Chapter four, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm it's all, and then they all Just fire. <laughs> and then you know, because what we did was we didn't make it all heavy and like I want to hang myself. What we did was we we put light at the end of every chapter. Mm-hmm. We made, you know, we put jokes in there. We we made it who I am. I I find laughter in that stuff now because it takes the power out of the shame. And and I've got no shame around any of it. I've been doing lots of interviews in the last few days regarding HIV. I've been doing lots of interviews the other day around, around this week about abuse. And I think they're really important chapters. But the rest of the book, you know, it, about addiction, you know, it's very documented about my addiction, but I really go in depth depth of it. And I talk about growing up in New York and flying, you know, all of that stuff that went with my lifestyle. People really thought that the book was going to be that Tony revealing all about Kate Moss and all of his so-called celebrity friends. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's not that at all. It really isn't. And that's the beauty of this book, because I've changed everyone's names in the book. Their names aren't in it. You know, we talk about Kate briefly at the beginning because she's a big part of my life. And I've known her since she was a kid. Uh, and George is the same. George is a, an integral part of my story. So they're kind of like when it came, you know, to celebrities, I, everyone else's names got changed. There's a, a, an A-list, a story about a Hollywood actor. Now, if I put that story in there, I mean, the son had covered, like, thought they had the scoop on it about two years ago and did a whole big page about so-and-so and his daughter and me. But, you know, uh, I did it on purpose. I just took their names out because it's not important that, that it, who it was. The story's the important bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I could have had a number one all around the world with that story. And you know what? I don't need it. I don't want that. That's not what the book is about. Absolutely. Anyway, I've got a number five on on. Hey. <laughs> That's <really> amazing.
0: <laughs> Are
2: you surprised at the reaction to it? I really lost so many sleepless nights. Because when you're that vulnerable and you put that stuff out there, mm. you know, I had a court case. I went to prison where I was accused of a heinous crime. And to put that stuff into a bucket, you know, they were like, do you want to put that in? I was like, yes, I do. Everything has to go in there. Because every every dark story, there's light at the end of the tunnel.
1: You well, know, you're still here, right? And you're telling you're able to tell it. That's the most important thing. And, and,
2: you know, um, yeah, the response has been incredible. I get so many messages of beautiful people on Instagram. I've not had... Uh, one person said, who are you? And I said, buy the book and you'll find out. Uh, <laughs> so that was kind of it. You know what I mean? It's like, so that one person... Number five, bitch. <laughs> Number, one on Number one on Audible. Number two in in biographies on Amazon. Insane. Has <laughs> it
0: given you the bug
2: for writing, Tone? Would, no. Would you, would... It's so no. no you not right now. Everyone's talking to me about it already, and I'm like, no, 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 no. The next step is actually like turning it into um, a film or a, a you know. We had a big meeting today. We we're a really <laughs> film company today that we're talking about turning it into um, uh, a two-hour tr- drama series for the BBC. Anyway, blah, blah, wow. blah. Wow, uh, that'd be brilliant, uh, Tom. There's loads of talk about other people. There's lots of fi- requests coming in. And you know what? When they release that on Sunday, where we are, there's going to be an awful lot of requests Because we struggled getting on TV. We struggled. Really? Because the contents of the book. You know, Kate right. Burley had me on Sky News on Monday, And was incredible, absolutely incredible. You know, she went in for the kill with the questions, and it was like, you know, it's people kind of get it wrong. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of like, oh, he might talk about drugs. I do talk about drugs in a very, very positive way because I'm not sitting on there saying, oh, I had the best time snorting this and snorting that. I didn't. It started off fun. It got lots of fun. Then it became just you know, a living hell.
1: Yeah.
2: And, you know, I and I, why would I, I don't, you know, I, I don't relish in the fact that I, uh, I don't roll around in fox shit to say, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Thinking, oh my God. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because it's not about that. The story is a story of redemption. Yeah. Everything I've done, I, you know, I started the book by saying I don't have any regrets. And on the very last pages, I took it all back. I was like, of course I have regrets. So many regrets, and I, you know what? I spend a lifetime changing that. You know, the thing could,
0: is, though, like you say your, your life and your story—that's that, that's your truth. So it's not about glamorizing drugs or whatever. No, you honest. would almost, by not putting that in, wouldn't be being true to you or the story, would it? It has to Certainly. be in there.
2: It has to be in there. And also, you know, it's 28 years of my life, and you know, it's like. It, there's some funny stories attached to it. Of course there is. It wasn't all darkness. Yeah. And you know what? When I got clean 15 and a half years ago, I built my career back up. People are like, oh my God, just recently you've got, your career's gone roof. When did that happen? I'm like 15 and a half years ago. The minute I put down a drink and a drug, that's when life changed. Mm. And it's been a hard slog. I'm a grafter. I'm a grafter. I'd, I've never, ever, in all my life, t- taken things... You know, being been given stuff on a silver platter. I don't. I'm very good at my art. I'm very good at what I do. And, yeah, I've got a big mouth, and I, I, and sometimes I can really sell myself. But you know what? You can only sell yourself so much without having the goods. You know, and people go on about, oh, yeah. you did this, you you flew there to do that, and you flew here to do that. Yeah, I do. That's the level I'm at in my career. It's not all Nicky It's not trying to be flash. That's what I do. You know, Friday, I start a new residency at High N.I.B. Farm on Friday night. Amazing. I'm 56. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) 56 ain't old tone. Oh, I know, but you get what I'm saying, Charles. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I I, I had to pinch myself. I really do have to pinch myself sometimes. I bet
0: you feel better now than you did at 36.
2: 100% you know that. (laughs) I've never felt better. I'm on a new relationship which I've been in for a year and it's the most transparent relationship I've ever, ever had. Oh, and amazing. I'm totally smitten. I'm totally head over heels in love. And I'm not only in love with him, but I'm in love with myself. So that makes it okay to love him. Whereas mm-hmm. before, I would love people. I would make them, put them on a pedestal, and then they would that pedestal would be too high for me and then I would start destroying everything because I didn't feel worthy. Yeah, I didn't feel good enough, and I didn't feel enough. And today I feel all of those things. You know. So where
0: did you meet long. him, Tony? Could, can you give a <laughs> some can, tips? Yeah, can we have some this?
2: tips, please? where we <laughs> <laughs> So basically, <laughs> uh, a very long time ago, actually, I met him 11 years ago, first of all, and I was at the time living with my friend Gina, let's just call him that, in his house in Hampton, the boy George's house. And I wasn't allowed. The rule was I wasn't allowed boys at the house when George was there. He was always away, you know, th- it was like supermarket sweep sometimes. Do you know what I mean? That, <laughs> he, um, so I arranged, i had been chatting to Stabby for a while on Manhunt. <laughs> That's how old he is.
1: Manhunt? Oh my God, I
2: haven't for a while. So he, uh, we were chatting and he came to meet me at Hampstead Tube Station all the way from uni miles and miles away and he turned up and I was like, oh, I've got some bad news George had come back unexpectedly that day and I was like, you can't go to my house because George is back and he was like, oh, and I was like, you I've come such a long way and I was like, I know a really good bush on the heath <laughs> <laughs> off, we the, off we went to the bush we shagged. <laughs> and funnily enough, I messaged him the next day and asked him if he wanted to go on a date with me and he was like, no <laughs> <laughs> So I remember saying to him, I didn't suffer. like literally. And then we didn't see each other. And then what happened was I was going through a divorce a year ago, just over about 14 months ago, 15 months ago. Um, I with David, I'd been with him for eight years. And it just it, it you know, I destroyed the relationship long, long time before. And like I always did, you know, and he was just appalling that destruction. And basically. He 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 went out and then I bumped into Stabby, a friend, and literally started chatting to him again. And and you remembered him from that bush? No, he he didn't tell me at first. And then ah. he said we've met before, and he told me I was like fucking. <laughs> and then you know, it was literally I remembered it came back to me because he was fuck he's so handsome man. Yeah, it came back, and then so we started. Day like shagging basically but to come over use me and go <laughs> keep the cab in almost do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. See the meter running. Yeah. and it kind of because I was going through what I was going through I didn't want to include him in it and I didn't want to put him on social media because it would have just caused ha- like hassle and it did anyway because you know people find out and they gossip and so anyway we went away to Ibiza, and it was that make or break weekend i was like do you want to come to Ibiza for me i've got a trip and he was like yeah i'd love to and we hadn't actually slept together we just shacked loads of times but we hadn't actually spent a night together and that was going to be the make it or break it weekend and it was absolutely perfect that is such a good allowed, story but he still wasn't allowed on social media because i was to protect him
0: yeah, um, yeah, it, it, can cha- it can change things, can't it? The minute things go on social media, 100%. it really does.
2: Hundred percent. I wasn't. We weren't ready to go out there with it because we didn't. We don't need every, all these rancid queens or whoever else <laughs> putting their two pennies worth in. We're the rancid queens, in we this business. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, we both had pasts. Yeah, yeah, of course. We know our past. and we, you know, what? It's there's no shame attached to it. And to when we got, finally got together, it was. It's been amazing. It really has. I just, yeah, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I, I hate cliches, but it really is. It really well,
1: is. Well, I'm so, I'm so pleased for that, and I'm so pleased for the success of the book.
2: Thank you. You know, it's, I came, when I came on here last time, I was in a different place mentally and mental health wise. Really, I think it was at the end of the lockdown. And do you remember I came? Yeah, on here? yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm just. I lost my dog like six weeks ago. She passed away. Oh, I'm so yeah. She's on the cover of the book. She um. I was in Tracy Tracy Emmons kitchen on a Sunday. I went. I was going to Miami uh, with Stas, and I was at Tracy Emmons for lunch. And she she was in the kitchen. She went, you know, Tony, if when how we go away, our elderly dogs take it upon themselves sometimes to die. And I was like, what the <laughs> fucking most <laughs> fucking thing ever? Why would you say that before you get on a flight? Do I, know yes. I mean? Yeah. And, and it, it actually happened. Oh, you know, what she did was she, she waited till we were on a flight coming back. We had the most magical trip. I went to do the Beckham's wedding. That, that was that much of the magic. The rest of it was this much of the magic. <laughs> we had, we had the, the best time together and she waited for us to get on the plane and she passed away in her sleep. And, oh. and I truly believe she waited for a moment she, to let us go. And she got me to as I say, I got a year before I finished using the worst year of my life. And she's been through every step of the way. And the book's dedicated to her. I, I dedicate to her before she passed away. I just, my mum comes second. Like, it was like, this book's dedicated to unconditional love and to Taylor, who's never judged, and to my mum and all the mothers of the world. Um, and to, I believe
0: dogs know, you know, and I think she probably, probably felt 100%. He's it, good work now, he's yeah, good. Yeah,
1: i yeah. done my
2: bit. He's got me to where she so, needed to get me to. Yeah, 100%. I believe
1: that. Um, thank you so much for joining us soon. and really appreciate it. Thank you for having me And on. you're welcome back anytime. And and best of luck with the book. And so glad it's gone well. Thanks, good to say you,
0: babe. Take good care. See you
1: there.
2: Thanks, soon. guys. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what incredible stories he has. Great mean, Just amazing. Absolutely. Um, I, I, we could I could talk to him all night, honestly. Um, our, but our next guest, uh, James Tindo is here. So let's get him for a little chat. Let's go. Hello. All right, How mate? Do- How are you
3: doing? You're right. Good. good Hello, you,
0: James. How are you?
3: Been really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All All systems good. There's a lot going on. Oh God! Oh, tell us all about it. Slim MMA.
3: Yeah, Slim MMA. So originally, when I first started, twelve. Well, how many weeks ago was it like seven eight eight weeks ago something like that they contacted us to do it then um but i couldn't do it because i already had filming commitments so I, i've actually been away filming a different show i've come back they've offered us it again obviously three and a half weeks notice and i'm ready i'm uh <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what i don't i don't think there's a lot of people who would take a fight in three weeks notice no. like no, I've I've been offered these in the past various different shows like boxing ones, MMA ones, and I've always been like it hasn't worked with my schedule and I've always thought I need a a good solid camp. I want to be in there for a couple of months, make sure everything's good. And then I kind of just forgot about that plan coming into this one. I was like, right, the opportunity's there, it's lucky. Like <laughs> we're sound, do you know what I mean? Like like we know each other from being out and about, we've been on a few nights out together. But obviously, this is a completely different kettle of fish, isn't it? We're not in a pub getting drunk together. It's, uh, <laughs> we're we're yeah. in a ring. We're in a ring trying to batter each other. So, explain um, a bit
1: about what MMA is for anyone that doesn't know.
3: Yeah, MMA is just mixed martial arts. So it's um, like punching, kicking, knees, uh, wrestling, jiu-jitsu. So like different locks on the floor and stuff. Um yeah, no yeah, it's probably I know it's it's entertaining. <laughs> um, so so majority of people taking it on a three three week kind of notice would be absolutely mad. But do you know what? I, I feel really confident. I've done bits of kickboxing from when I was a kid, um, but obviously since coming into TV and um, I've been too busy to kind of keep
0: all that side up. I never had any fights or anything, um. Are you oh, quite f- scrappy though? Like the fact that you've done it as a kid, <laughs> you can look after yourself. So even though you've got three weeks, obviously yeah. you've either you got the world's biggest balls, yeah. or you're quite or you're very yeah. confident that you have got to get in there and do well. It's a bit of both, really. The arcanny kind of big leg. Like,
3: no, <laughs> <laughs> no um, to be honest, when I actually started Geordie Shaw, I remember getting sat down and I got a telling off, really, because when I started Geordie Shaw before that, me and my friends were were a bit like we're out a lot and obviously young lads are you get into bother nine nine times out of ten it was over girls so I, I wasn't shy of a scrap put it that way and then when we first started doing Geordie Shore um, I thought it was just normal and we were filming one of the first nights and someone said something to us and I ended up going for them in the nightclub um, <laughs> and I ended up getting in trouble from it and then since then I've just been like best behavior and like just dead calm but I've still got it in us, and I think if it's going to be in a ring it's uh it's a good it's a good time for it really. I'll I'll let it out for one night.
0: <laughs> and it, it's over at Wembley and it, you ain't got long 24th of June. 24th of
3: June at Wembley. That was another reason why I wanted to do it because I thought how many people can say they've had a fight at Wembley? And I was like, <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. outside,
1: maybe outside the stage,
3: yeah. after it to too many The train fights. station.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like,
3: if I'm going to do it, this, this is the one. I know I haven't got much time, but I'm going to make sure in this next few weeks, I'm doing everything that I can to get ready for it. So I've literally just finished training before. Um, I'm doing like, five hours a day at the minute jeez that's a lot oh I'm like, yeah that's like strictly
1: come dancing levels of,
3: like. <laughs> yeah honestly i'm i'm turning up to the gym and and my the rest of my team aren't turning up for an hour or so later and they're like why are you here already i'm like i need i need extra work <laughs> 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 they've had they've all had more time than me i need i need uh i need to catch up but
0: you're the um, good nick james already yeah let's have it right you ain't in bad nick
3: yeah, I'm fit. I'm fit. Um, it's just obviously putting everything together, and most of all, I think it's getting in the mindset. So it's kind of just getting a plan together, focusing on that for the next few weeks, and on the night getting the job done. I'm feeling confident. I must say, are you both not worried about Lockie then? <laughs> Do you know what I like Lockie, and I think it's it's going to be a good fight because I think we're both big lads. So obviously, like all all it can take is one punch, and like as like we're both big, we'll both have power. Um, it's just down to who wants it more on the night. Mm-hmm. I, have, I haven't seen him training. I wish I could. He hasn't posted anything. I've, I've been asking people, I'm like, oh, is he any good? Is he any good? <laughs>
0: is everyone keeping it on the DL then? Is no one seeing each other's training? I mean, I'm hearing
3: good things about me, so I don't know if they're just gassing us up a little bit or <laughs> or, or or whether it's uh, it's looking good.
0: But because it's being I, filmed, isn't it, James? Is it going to be on TV?
3: Yeah, so everything's being filmed. Um, and I think, the, obviously, the, the plan with it is to to release it at a later date. So, Amazing. But for me, I'm just turning up the training, giving it everything I can, um, and then I've got my, my eyes set on this 24th of June. I'm, I'm ready for it. So, like, me, me and Lockyer, I've noticed um, we haven't spoke. So, like we'd often like speak speak in that odd reply to a story or something we haven't spoken words since since it um, <laughs> since, we,
1: since we got told it, it was the fight we're just like no this is like a heavyweight championship or something like you know proper like uh Manny Pacquiao or something. <laughs> I yeah,
0: I yeah. guess a lot it's, of it is in in the head. I guess a lot of it's before even the night, isn't it? You've got to be in the right yeah. headspace. I mean, not it's that bad. I've ever had MA M- M- <laughs> <even> <laughs> shocker that! I bet you are shocked, yeah. Jones. <laughs> but you're glad you ate <laughs> me.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely
1: wouldn't have it. I'd have needed more than twelve weeks if it was you. <laughs> I I'd not need twelve, yeah. <laughs> who are the other celebs taking
3: part? Because it's not just you and uh, Lucky, is it? Yeah. So, uh, Callum Weekender he's fighting James English. Uh, Theo Campbell from Love Island, he's fighting. Um, oh, what's the lad's name? Uh, he's like a, an, an actor from Essex. He's done all the, the naughty gangster films and that. i do trying to think of his name. I, I haven't met him in person yet. Uh, that's why. Okay, um, okay fair enough. Yeah. Um, who else? There's a few girls fighting on the night. So it's gonna um, something for everyone basically oh, oh it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be mint i've heard there's gonna be like live entertainment on there's gonna be like a good act performing as well uh, in between the fights but obviously my fights the the main card fights, so mine's the last fight of the night so I'm gonna be backstage oh, pressure. Listen, yeah i am gonna be maybe he's got a screen there watching how the other people go on and um, and I'm just gonna be dying to get in there like it sounds strange i think you either you either like it or you don't you like being punched in the face or you, or you think it's the worst thing in the world. And for some reason, I like it. I don't know why. I
0: don't mind it. <laughs> grappy, that's because you can probably take a punch, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I'd be in the first Uber home. Like, <laughs> into the
1: ring, straight back out yeah. into the Uber. Yeah, I could see yeah. That.
0: Get up, have a lovely photo taken. What are you p- putting on your shorts? Is it like boxing where you design your own shorts?
3: So I think they've got, Plans for a short. Obviously, with sponsors and stuff, them logos will be going on as well. But this is my first week, so I'm kind of like new, new to all of that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm more focused on my fighting and getting ready for What that, you're wearing? What the heart wearing, heart wearing, wearing. Like, that's a that's the
0: guy in me. What you gonna wear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, what J. am I going to wear? I need, uh, I need matching <laughs> accessories. <laughs> exactly. Matcha. Do you wear
0: the um, the gloves? The gloves? Yeah. So, yeah. So what, are they, what are they called? Those things on your hands? Yeah, those things.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not, they're not like boxing gloves. They're like open hand ones. Uh, like the wraparound oh. ones, are they? Like uh, the... No, no. The, 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 like, like they're like... Like golfing they, gloves. Like driving like, gloves. Like fingerless <laughs> ones,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, no, best of luck exactly with it, James. Nice. I'm sure you're going to do well. Do you know what? It sounds weird, but I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> well, we can't wait to see
3: how you do. I think I'm a madman. You yes, seem that like you've got a good fair.
0: mentality for it. And I think it's going to be a yeah. hard one. Obviously, I know Lockie well. He's a, he's a big boy.
3: He's
0: a big lad, I know, I
3: know. But that, that's, what, that's what I want. Like I would hate to be partnered up with someone that I knew, like, oh, there's no point in it happening. Whereas I feel like we're a good match with the same weight. He's a bit taller. But I think I. But I think I'm stronger. Um, <laughs> no shit. Yeah,
1: just, I'll just drop that in there.
0: <laughs> What's this space, uh, yeah.
1: James? Well, thank you so much for joining us. Be to best of luck with it, because well, it does not sound like you need it, but um, yeah. but you know, you never know. Break a leg. Oh, <laughs> no, hopefully not. I've done that. No. I've <laughs> done that yeah. on Jordi Shaw in Mexico. Back oh, shit. <laughs> I that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, it right was. Cheers, James.
0: Thanks so much for joining us. Take care. Bye, Thanks, mate. Bob. Best of luck. See you later. Good
1: night. See you. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Rather
0: him than me. Maybe, yeah, we can, it... maybe we can do a fight, Bob. It's not my bag. If 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 the agent rings with that gig, I don't know. It's not for me.
1: We could, we could both go in the ring and then just order like a cocktail and
0: have a chat. Yes, let, nice. let's do that. Because the thing is as well, I, I'll, I'll be picking my veneers up out the ring. Do you know what I mean? I've already got a fake nose. I can't take anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I
1: completely
0: get that. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go for dinner. Yeah, much nicer. <laughs> um,
1: our final guest,
4: Matt Evers, is here. So let's get him in. Perfect, Matt. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm good, thanks, babes. How are you? really good thank you lovely to see you thanks for joining us absolutely thanks for having me Anytime. your hair is looking
1: very like super quaffed there i'm impressed is this it's, like every is this every day
4: this is how i wake up
1: uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
4: <laughs> no it's been i've been out all day today in meetings and stuff so it's been rained down five or six times it's pretty much plastered to my head now i think
1: yeah. <laughs> well it's looking good how are you doing anyway all good
4: i'm good thank you yeah i'm very good mm-hmm been back in the motherland for two weeks so i'm over the jet lag um just trying to get used to it's like super cold when it's raining and then it's like really hot when the sun comes out it's just with wild weather so strange how was it to go home oh my god it was so nice to go home like home for me every time in los angeles so i don't actually live in la proper i'm down at the beach in hermosa beach Mm -hmm. uh which is like just south of the airport but um yeah it was home for me now has become a holiday because i'm over here so much mm-hmm. uh but it's just nice to be in that california sunshine i live about a mile from the beach so i go to walk on the beach every day and i can't complain
0: <laughs> oh how sounds, amazing yeah,
1: it sounds nice
0: To <laughs> got a got, got a speech about celebrity karaoke club matt oh, i can't believe it starts
4: monday night i'm absolutely shitting my pants
0: (laughs) (laughs) what what are you shitting yourself about talk us through it anyone that's listening that might never have seen it before like tell us everything
4: it's first off it's bonkers it's probably one of the most bonkers show on television um you're
1: dancing on ice what are you talking about (laughs) but,
4: but at least on at least on doi like we don't drink
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's true.
4: That's true. Yeah, fair. You can't be drunk when you ice skate. I think we're also in a bit of a more controlled environment because we do so much training and we do so much rehearsal with, you know, with dancing on ice with our celebs. But then, it, you know, to put myself into that karaoke room where it was, it literally, they don't really tell you anything. They just throw you in the deep end, hand you a microphone, the props closet, and then the fellow celebs. And it was, uh, yeah, I, it was like, it's car crash TV and it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Obviously, I, I, I was on the show with you, so it's, there's questions that I don't know the answer, but I've got to ask just for the viewers. How did you feel, turn out, like, when, when you knew who was there, was, was you comfortable with the lineup? Did you oh, have? Yeah. was you a little bit dubious?
4: Um, I mean, I go into any environment, you know, with kind of an open heart and open arms, because, you know, there's, there's no reason to, when you're already uncomfortable to try and make that experience any more uncomfortable for yourself. Obviously I knew you were in there. We're mates. Like I knew I would, I would find friends in there. Donna Preston and I got on like a house and fire. We had never met before. And actually she, she came out to LA a couple of weeks back and we went and had lunch out there. Um, so, yeah, it was, you know, I think it's it's going in there. You think like, oh, this is a proper singing competition, but it's not. You know, no. <laughs> nobody really cares how you sing. It's just a, how much you make a tit of yourself when you're on that stage. <laughs> Very <laughs> is that true. Quite,
1: is that quite like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this is a bit of a stereotype, but in America, that maybe people would be less keen to just make an idiot out of themselves and just oh, go totally. and have a good time. Is that like, is that was that? Is that I mean, you know, you've been here a long time now, but
4: is that a bit of a cultural shift? A hundred percent. Yeah. It is a matter of Americans are, especially, you know, Americans that work in television or Canadian actors or whatever. Mm. And you see it with your A list labs, like they're, they rarely ever post on social media. And if they do, it's perfection. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, within the world of what we're now seeing in TikTok and the current social media, um, it's a little bit more acceptable to be real. Uh, and I think it was daunting for me and it has been daunting, daunting for me as an American to sort of sort of shed that, per, you know, perfect skin of, you know, sometimes what we portray, because we now know that that's not reality. We all know there's filters on every photo. Um, and so for me to challenge myself, if we want to call it that, to go on a show like karaoke to where it's just me, people actually get to see me be me as they do on my TikToks and i take the absolute best out of myself it was it was really refreshing
0: do you have a favorite moment from your time on celebrity karaoke club
4: um oh gosh i can't give too much away can i
0: there's so much i'd love to talk about (laughs) but i'm a little bit like oh what can i say what can't i say
4: i have to say it was i think by the by the middle of that first night um the majority of the girls had their shoes off. And actually at one point, I don't think I'm giving too much away by saying this, but you know, we have to vote for each other. You vote for somebody to, I think, did we vote for somebody to stay or somebody to leave? I think we voted. Uh, You vote for,
0: it's your, throughout the, throughout the show, it's your, your favorite and your least favorite. Yeah. But you do that twice. And then at the end of the show, it's down to literally stay or go. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, one of the votes, I remember thinking, "Oh God, I can't vote my worst, you know, because at this point, too, you don't know if they're gonna reveal the votes to the your other contestants. So yeah. I said on camera when I went up to the the karaoke box to vote for my least favorite, I think I voted for Donna, and I was like, because she took her shoes off. <laughs> like by the end of the night, <laughs> none of the girls had their heels on because they had been dancing, you know, all day and, you know we record two shows every day for that so it's uh it's it's a long and arduous process but um i think it was it was just nice to see people relax and kind of get into what the show is all about and it feels like oh, it felt like a, a night out like yes. obviously we knew
0: we was aware that we was doing a karaoke show but there wasn't kind of that pressure where there wasn't really producers telling us anything. It literally was just a group of people that had become friendly, having a few drinks, getting a couple yeah. of props out and sing or trying to sing for some <laughs> for some um, and just having a lovely old time and I think after yeah. the last two years, you no know, just to even be in a room with that many
4: people around a bar and just having a little sing song was just so nice. Absolutely. It, is, it was something that I felt completely deprived of. You know, there's a little dive bar around the corner from me down at the beach in L.A. And um, we, we used to every Thursday night go sing karaoke. Um, so in, because things had shut down and I got stuck over here during lockdown and, and all of that, it was sort of my first real big night out, if you want to call it that. Um, and it was just nice to sit around the bar because there's a bar, you know, in the karaoke club and to sit on the couches. And, you know, we did chats and stuff in, in the toilet. And it was just cool to be around mm. like-minded people that just want to have a good time. Um, and, yeah, just experience the the craziness of what celebrity karaoke is all about. Are you excited to watch it back? No. <laughs> no, no I'm not five. Are you, not are you I, actually sorry go on i was just gonna say i actually booked myself a holiday for next week so i won't be near (laughs) (laughs) it
1: you'll have to watch it eventually someone will tag you in something or so you'll see it eventually
4: it'll be on the hub it'll be bobby sending me the glass yeah yeah
0: look how (laughs)
1: terrible you were here (laughs) (laughs) yeah are you comfortable singing i mean people obviously know you as an ice skater are you comfortable singing
4: I do. Well, I mean, I, I am. I, I can sing a little bit. I mean, I don't know how it's going to come out on on the show, but
1: no, you know Mariah Carey. You're not like, a...
4: oh, God, no, I can. No, I'm not. I, I can whistle, but I don't have the whistle tone. <laughs> Got it. Um, I yeah. So when Dancing and I, we had a break. So we did series one through nine and then the show broke mm. for three years and then we came back and now we're working on series 15. Um, I went and had a bunch of voice classes because I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. And I was getting offers for Pantos um, and then like getting some West End auditions. So I did work on my voice quite a bit. This was, you know, seven years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had a little bit of an understanding of what to do with the mic and sort of how how you place your voice and what you do with your breathing and things like that. But, you know, a lot of times they would throw songs at you in the karaoke club where you were like how the fuck am I gonna sing that it's like <laughs> see ya you know like <laughs> Like, are you kidding me <laughs> yeah.
1: you could just do the RuPaul talk voice you know where they just talk through all their way through yes. it mean, that's the best yeah. way to, to I get was through.
4: kind of hoping we just mime it like they'd actually play the backing <laughs> track and we could just mine it but there was I no backing thought track there would be a backing
0: track I really did and I went the first song I stood up and sang it was just, I could say you, words, you. Uh, but I was thinking, well, wh- where's the backing? <laughs> I know. And I th- was like, well, there ain't none. Yeah. I oh, thought, what, it's solely just me. And then it's that's when legit. I realised, I thought, oh dear, this ain't going to be good. This ain't going to be
4: great. No, but, it, um, literally, it was it, Yeah. And it, it's funny too to see like some surprises, like Laura Anderson from Love Island. Like when I heard her sing for the first time, I was like, girl you've got some pipes like there was some real diamonds in the rough did you think that about me have I got some pipes
1: rusty old pipes Bob I think is more the <laughs>
0: oh I love it. it the thing is for me and I think a couple of us have said throughout the competition karaoke is karaoke none of us we stood there trying to get a record. It's very different to a show like The Voice oh or God, back no. in the day Factor, when it was X yeah. Factor. We're not stood there trying to get an album or a Christmas number one. Thank God, right. um, it karaoke is literally just pick up the mic and have a have a laugh with it. Yeah. Um, and we, we, I think we was really lucky with the lineup as well. There's some really good characters on there.
4: Absolutely, and I think you know, and I of course, and I think that's why the show is so popular with ITV 2 because it is just people having fun and it's not a, you know, it's not X factor. Nobody's like you said, nobody's trying to win a record deal. Um, and we all know at the end of the day, we're not professional singers, but there are some surprise guests. I can say that that come into the show that are real singers. And that was a real treat to see too. Absolutely.
1: We've only got you for a couple more minutes, Matt, but I just wanted to say, how do you look back at this last season of, of Dancing on Ice with, um, with Sally?
4: Oh, my God. It was probably one of my most favorite. She is one of the most incredible people on this planet. Not a bad bone in her body. So we would we would train from five o'clock in the morning until seven, seven thirty. And then she would go to Corey and film all day. And it was just week after week. I mean, we got through seven of the ten weeks. And, you know, for Amazing. somebody who's in her 60s, she's one of the oldest contestants that we've ever had. She's she looks crazy. incredible as well. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> She's a breast cancer survivor. You know what I mean? Like it just was, it was really refreshing for me because yeah, I've done every single series of dancing on ice and you just never know who you're going to get. And all, you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all you want is that celeb to just say, yes, let's try it. Let's do it. You know, and of course I'll stop them if they can't. We, we never push people too far, mm. uh, but it's, uh, it was, it was an absolute delight to, to be skating with her this year but the question
0: is babe. obviously now you've seen me on the stage and you've heard me sing with a mic can you what you're saying about me with a pair of skates i don't know we're gonna have to find out we are babe. you up for dancing with a man again i mean you broke history in 2020 didn't you would you do it again
4: yeah a hundred percent it you know it's time for it to be a normal part of you know these entertainment shows um we've we've crossed that barrier of sexualizing people dancing with each other if it's two girls two guys a man and a woman a man and a dog or whatever you know like it's it's now time for these shows to bring it more mainstream so you know we as we saw this past year with um steph reed who's an amputee Mm. it was never really mentioned on the show whereas when i skated back in 2009 or so with heather mills the whole story was her being an amputee. So we are seeing these trends become more normal. And I'm just really hopeful that between Dancing and Ice and Strictly, you know, potentially even Love Island, you know, like it would be great to see some same sex partnerships in there. Yeah. So you're definitely back next year, 2023. Fingers crossed. I don't have a contract yet. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. It's Fingers looking crossed. good, though. It's looking good.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> oh. Well, so
0: babes, um, babes
1: thank you so much for, yeah yeah t- the og yeah totally um yeah. thank you so much for joining us we can't wait to carry a club even if you're dreading it oh my god <laughs> it's a lot of fun i'll tell you that thank it'll you. be amazing oh lovely to
0: see
1: you bye Likewise. bye, see bye, ya. bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean yeah i mean i'm 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 um, can't wait to tune it. Is Is it next
0: Monday it starts, did you say? Monday. So I think it's straight after Love Island. I think Love Island's 9 till 10.30, ITV2. And then Celebrity Karaoke, karaoke. 10.30pm ITV2. So yeah, watch a little bit of Love Island, everyone in Mallorca. And then let's go back to Elstree and watch um, people (laughs) trying to sing. It's like it's it's night and day. Do you know what I mean? That's what you need in life, though, the ying and the yang. The yin and the yang, the up and the down, the peaks and the troughs. (laughs) (laughs) No, eight troughs. It'll be lovely for people at home, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, what a great show,
1: uh, as ever. Have you got much coming up this weekend,
0: Bob? I'm literally waiting last minute bits of furniture deliveries. Oh, Jubilee as well. Oh my gosh, what am I talking about? Yeah, I think I've got two 30th birthday parties, got a couple of orders of furniture. Talk about everything coming at once, but... um, exciting, because we've got, got them extra few days. How about you, babe?
1: Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a friend coming from America. I've got a friend's oh, birthday nice. on the Friday. I've got my hoopla on the Saturday. So, yeah, loads going on. It
0: ain't hoopla already. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hoopla's this Saturday.
0: Shut up. No. Well, Friday and Saturday, yeah. Get a Get ticket, Bob.
1: Get a ticket, Bob. I think there's something going. you have to have a look.
0: It ain't been a year already.
1: <laughs> no, it hasn't, because like, it was in September last year.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, near enough though. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know I'm going to have to get onto it. <laughs> yeah, sugar
1: sh- sh- steps on the Friday, sugar babes on Saturday. It's like oh, like the last amazing. twenty years have never happened.
0: <laughs> Are you going to do both?
1: No, I'm just going to do the Saturday because I think two days of heavy drinking uh, might yeah. be a bit much for me in my in my age. Um, yeah,
0: and you saw steps quite recently anyway. I did. I saw them in fair. December.
1: Very good point. Very well, so,
0: so sugar babes now, yeah.
1: Yeah, well up for it. Um, oh, well, I will, I'll one. let you know how it goes next week and, and have fun at your birthday parties. Um, Thank you very God much. Save Monday.
0: God save the Queen. God save the Queen. Amen. Jubilee. Is that what you say? Oh, I don't know what you say. Yeah, uh, yeah. God save the <laughs> <me>. Queen. <laughs> There's
1: a little hint for, for Monday evening. Yeah, for there everyone. you go.
0: Monday, sleep, sleep. <laughs> <cake. laughs>
1: uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, goodbye.
0: Bye, guys.